Here at the Practice Squad, we obviously love sports. And when it's time for us to work out, we want to emulate the athletes we talk about each week. And in Utah, there's only one place we can train like an athlete. At the Training Room, located at 710 South, Utah Valley Drive, American Fork, Utah, 84003. Here they offer on-site sports medicines for all members, which includes deep tissue massage, physical therapy, chiropractic adjustments, and injury prevention training. Lord knows we need that. Beyond the standard memberships, they offer personal and group training classes like their own unique hype training. Other classes include Muay Thai boxing, pre- and postnatal yoga, and for younger athletes, they offer sports-specific strength and conditioning training for individuals and teams. Head over, tell them the practice squad sent you. Peace. Hello and welcome to the practice squad. We are coming to you live on site from the training room in American Fork, Utah. And we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. Yes, uh, this training room is beautiful and it has allowed us to come record here again. And we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. And after we finish talking about the Super Bowl, I'm going to go work out. Because here at the training room, they got this really cool section that's like a 50 yards of turf. And they got real big tires that I can flip. I can. do farmer's carries and stuff, so I'm going to have fun with that. I'm going to pretend that I'm training for the Super Bowl at the training room. That's what we do. We're training like an athlete. All right. But let's start off the game, or start off with the game. Um, in case you somehow didn't know, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be playing the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl L-I-M-V-R-7-Q. Um, I don't know how Roman numerals work. Um, Jeff, X Factor for the game. I am going to take, as the X Factor for this game, Travis Kelsey. Bold. My, my, I, I, very, very bold, and here's the reason why. Travis Kelsey is going to be able to split this 49ers defense in half if he is able to make plays up and down the field, but specifically in the middle of the field. I believe if the Chiefs are going to make a lot of damage early in this game to be able to spread their vertical attack with Tyreek Hill, they have to start the game off early with Travis Kelsey, hit him a few times, get him some open catches where he can make some plays down the field, but specifically make that middle part weak so that the vertical game could come after. So I got Travis Kelsey. It'll be interesting to see how the 49ers uh, linebackers handle covering him. The, the 49ers linebackers are known for being very, very good at covering in the past game, but... I don't think they've played somebody like Travis Kelsey yet. Not really. I think, uh, I think BYU boy, Fred Warner, he's gonna have a big. He's gonna have a chance to have a real big game, um, and I think he's gonna need to have a big game for the 49ers to get the dub. Um, let's see. My X factor. Part of me wants to say it's gonna be Eric Fisher for the Chiefs because it seems like every time the Chiefs have a chance to win a big game, Eric Fisher is like, oh, I gotta go offsides. I gotta hold. For whatever reason, I have to grab this defensive lineman by the helmet on this play. Eric Fisher is kind of a numbnuts at an offensive lineman. Apologies for use of the term numbnuts there for any of my nutless listeners. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see. But I actually think that uh, my X factor for the game, and I think it's going to be because Andy Reid's going to be looking at his roster and kind of thinking, who can I design, who can I scheme around that the 49ers aren't going to be expecting? And I'm looking at number 17, Mikhail Hardman. Ooh, okay. I think, I mean, he's lightning fast. Of course, he's not as fast as Tyreek Hill because, you know. Tyreek Hill. Most things aren't. He's faster? Better, he ran a better 40. Ran a better 40. Okay, well, I mean, 
The 40-yard dash is the most overused stat in football. But, yes, he, apparently he ran a faster one than Tyreek Hill. You know, Tyreek Hill's feet were sore for kicking, I don't know, things. Um, but, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I, I really like, I like that, that last part there. Continue. Um, <laughs> I just look at Mikhail Hardman, man. I mean, he's a rookie. He hasn't had a lot of touches on offense. Had a lot of good plays on special teams, but he hasn't had a ton of touches on offense this year. Um... I would not be surprised at all if Andy Reid comes out with a few specific plays for him and he's able to blow the game open just because the 49ers defense is not going to be expecting him. Uh, can I go back to Eric Fisher here? Uh, they're going to have a very tough test, especially against the king of frat parties, Nick Bosa, is going to be out there. Uh, Mega Barbosa. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who's more frattier, Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa, but it's about a... a pretty dead even competition there and it's then like also got... if a protein shake was a person <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just like and the chiefs are gonna have their hands full with that defensive line for sure but uh good for d ford because he got traded from the team that's also in the super bowl but he's playing yeah, in the super bowl <laughs> what a unique opportunity for d ford get to play your old team in the super bowl john gruden would call that a gruden grinder moment that's what john gruden would say he said, oh, boy, thank God we got to play the Raiders because other than that, I never win a Super Bowl, I tell you, boss. <laughs> you thought we'd go an episode without me making fun of Gruden. You were wrong. Somehow Gruden's going to be – he's going to be at the Super Bowl somehow. I know it. Whether he's on stage with Shakira, whether he's commentating the game, he's going to be – He's not going to be at the game, first of all. I know exactly where he's going to be. He's going to be at some – borderline sketchy hooters in like <laughs> south las vegas with just a mountain of that ungodly orange wings that hooters serves will uh, jay gruden be with him i don't know where jay gruden is i don't know if jay gruden knows where jay gruden is <laughs> jay gruden is out wandering the mountains of appalachia looking for bigfoot um all right we're gonna let's uh Let's transition to something semi-on topic and talk about the coaching matchup for this game. Ah, uh, yes. We got the Walrus himself versus, um... Sea Otter? No, I don't know what the hell to call Shanahan. Uh, oh, Flatbill, that's right. Captain Flatbill over there trying to rep for the Millennials with his Flatbilled hat and his tiny logo. I hate that hat that he wears. It's like so much black surface area, and then like the smallest San Francisco for it's like a one inch by one inch square that says F S F on it. He does have a pretty decently sized forehead, so I mean, it, I understand why he would wear the hat, but I do agree. And the decision with the hat choice is a little bit subpar. Something interesting about Kyle Shanahan that uh, he did not pick up from his father is the lack of the rat face. Hmm. Mike Shanahan has a rat face. Am I the only one that's ever noticed Mike Shanahan's rat face? Do you want to go into detail of of why it's a rat face? I mean, What is a rat face? It's when your face comes to a point like a rat. Pull a picture of him. Looks like a rat. Easy's uh, busy pulling a picture of Mike Shanahan right now. So rat face and walrus here have... No, no, son of rat face. Have... It's like son of the mask, except for somehow more off-putting. More off-putting. Uh... <laughs> Both guys have had experiences in the Super Bowl with disappointing losses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the one out of this much one more win. disappointing than the other. Oh, Let's man. not forget what happened the last time Kyle Shanahan went to the Super Bowl. Just, it's going to be very interesting. Both have very, very dynamic offensive games. I see the 49ers being better coached in the defensive side, personally, but that's also because 
I think the 49ers have more talent on the defensive side. I think they definitely have more talent on the defensive side. So, Anderie's got the experience. Kyle Shanahan has the... Hat. <laughs> the hat. <laughs> no, Kyle Shanahan has that, like, millennial energy, you know? Or it's like, remember when Sean McVay went to the last year and everybody was like, Oh, it's the youth movement. Except for they were saying it older, so it's like, yeah, it's the youth movement in the Super Bowl. Uh, who, overall, coaching-wise, I'm going to give it to Andy Reid on the edge. Who has the edge as overall coach? What do you say? You In this case, I'm also going to take Andy Reid just based off of experience. But I would not be surprised if Kyle Shanahan pulls a few tricks out of his sleeve that could turn the game for the 49ers. What's the over-under on how many times we see Mike Shanahan's face during the game? I say over three under five. Okay, I think that's about fair. There's going to be a lot of hashtag rat face. Uh, feel free to hit us up on the practice squad in, Instagram with hashtag rat face um, and hashtag son of rat face and hashtag walrus. I am rat king. That's what they're going to be calling Andy Reid at the end of the game. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, let's focus on the quarterbacks. Um, hmm. Which quarterback has the better game? Is it the god mode phenom who can throw anything or is it the guy who hands the ball off to Raheem Mostert that's a tough one mm, it really is I, you go first because I'm going to be thinking about it for a sec oh yeah um, you know uh, Jimmy Garufarofalo brings a lot of things to the field but not a single one of them is better than Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes is I was holding off on saying that he's the best quarterback in the league I was waiting to see what he could do I didn't want to crown him that so early after one season. I still feel like it might be too early to crown him as the best quarterback in the league after two, but I'm going to do it anyway. Patrick is the best quarterback in the NFL. Deal with it, Green Bay fans. So to go off of that, I'm just going to do a little questionnaire with you, Joe. Uh, just yes or no questions. Is Patrick Mahomes a better runner than Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. Is Patrick Mahomes a better passer than Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, my God, yes. Is Patrick Mahomes a better decision maker than Jimmy Garoppolo? Always yes. Is How many porn stars has Patrick Mahomes dated? None. That's right. Is Patrick Mahomes a reigning MVP? Yes. I don't think I need to say anything else. Patrick Mahomes is by a long shot the best, better quarterback. But Jimmy Garoppolo is not a bad quarterback. Yeah, I'm just saying he's, he's not he's Patrick a, Mahomes. It, we have a matchup between a once-in-a-generation quarterback talent and a slightly above-average game manager. I think that's a good way of putting it. I believe Jimmy G's game is definitely better than I expected it to be after he left the Patriots, but I don't think it's anywhere near to the level of Patrick Mahomes. He's in a whole other level with a, with maybe two other guys, maybe Drew Brees, and you could say Tom Brady if you want, but he's obviously out of his prime. But, no, Patrick Mahomes, I agree with Joe. He's the best quarterback right now that Titans game when he had that rushing touchdown because I just think oh Patty Mahomes is just gonna you know sling the ball around as you can tell I said sling because I can't say my cheese <laughs> but he uh ended up taking about a 27 yard run for a touchdown in the last seconds of the half first off that's a gutsy move because if you don't end up converting you lose like possession you lose points and you lose a chance to either make a field goal or go for another touchdown but he took it all the way in, got the touchdown, and definitely a momentum swing swing for his boys, the Chiefs. Well, and uh, here's the thing. 
before we go into the MVP picks, I just want to introduce everybody to my Patrick Mahomes voice. And get ready to hear this at the end of the game. Imagine, no, we was coming out here, we were just trying to throw the ball around, you know, and Coach Reed, he came up with a really good play action call, me, you know what I mean, it's like, I take this nap, but I'm just so happy, I love ketchup, and, um, you know, hey, you know, go cheese, baby, cheesecake dub. All right. Um, <laughs> um, was that offensive? Maybe. Is he going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Does he care what I say? Probably not. All right, here we go. Uh, MVP. Uh, it's going to be Kermit, baby. MVP. <laughs> MVP, but I think I really do think the most important player to the Chiefs game might end up being Mikhail Hardman. So uh, that's my MVP pick. Say you. I am going to go with a different pick because I believe Patrick Mahomes will end up getting it if they win the game. But I'm going to go with probably one of the most important players on the field, which is Tyron Matthews. If he can have a good game for the Chiefs, Similar to one that Fawn Miller had back in a few years ago when the Broncos won a Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to a defensive player. But in this Western shootout, I could see it being interesting. But hey, let's say he gets an interception, maybe a forced fumble. I'm just going to be different. Like uh, like Patty Mahomes. It's a little uh, different. Uh, that's, that's super cool, man. Let's see. Well, before we take our commercial break... Um, we have some uh, we have some thoughts about the halftime show. Oh, what I yes. want to what I want to start with is how deep do you think Shakira's voice is going to sound like in the acoustics of an NFL stadium? Because and, I mean, if you think I'm wrong, go listen to I don't remember like a Shakira song and just listen to how deep her voice is. Like, oh baby, we need to talk like that. You make a woman go mad. I can't turn to the Swedish chef there at the end. Um, but yes, uh, Shakira has an incredibly deep voice. Who's the other one? Is it Jennifer it's, it's Lopez? Jennifer Lopez. But going back to Shakira, I can't think of Shakira's voice any differently than her uh, her role as Giselle in the movie Zootopia. Oh, yeah, where she was a... a Hi, I'm Giselle. I like to dance. Was Giselle anyway a gazelle? It, it was a gazelle, but it was it was uncomfortable for a little bit. I, I Zootopia is kind of dystopia. The more you think about it, I, I don't did, like Zootopia. I, I actually really liked that movie. I liked it at not, the time. Not the Giselle but, parts, but I, I I thought it wasn't too bad. I liked the movie at the time, but what you just did kind of changed everything that I feel about it. <laughs> you you warped something there. So skunk butt rug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the butt of a skunk and a rug. Um, okay. Uh, who's going to be the MVP of the halftime show? Will it be Shakira? Will it be J-Lo? Or will it be the special guest? Because there's always a special guest. It's probably going to be Pitbull, by the way. Oh, it's almost certainly going to be Pitbull. They're in Miami. It, there, There's not a... If you, you guys know, are... You, you know can, there's going to be a lull in it. Like, all the lights are going to go down. It's going to be silence. They're just going to hear, Woo! Mr. Worldwide! You know. Mr. Worldwide! It's going to be... It's going to be awful, y'all. Uh, um, <laughs> I think... I'm going to give, as per with every other year, I'm going to be going to the bathroom pretty much the entirety of the halftime show because I don't care. I'm going to give the MVP to uh, Jennifer Lopez, but don't ask me why. <laughs> See, I think Shakira is going to bring the A game to the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic. Cool. Um, all right. Um, 
Well, let's see. With that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Hello, squad. This is Easy e coming at you to say that if you've ever had a desire to kick ass, then head on over to Draper Kenpo. Black Belt Master Gator Conley will teach you how to chomp on the competition. At Draper Kenpo, a student learns self-respect, discipline, agility, and most importantly, how to kick that ass. Call or text for information at 801-810-5772. That number again is 801-810-5772. Now, karate chop your way to Draper Kenpo at 720 East and 10,600 South in Sandy. Hiya! Squad out. I feel like, like you know that there's going to be a point after the game where Patrick Mahomes and Pitbull are going to be talking to each other. I love, man, it's so great that you came out here where I just paid the people, 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 people. You know who else loves football? Yeah. Pitbull. Yeah. Is the people of Alaska. Oh. So I don't know if you guys remember this. But I've never been to Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> I might just stick with the Patrick Mahomes for the rest of the game. You can do it. Or, or not. I mean, I can throw a football for miles. <laughs> you can throw it over the Tetons? Uh-huh. What about the Rockies? I don't know. And the Sierra Nevadas? The what? Patrick Mahomes has no knowledge of the Sierra Nevadas. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm going to tell my favorite pit bull story right now. So a couple of years back, there was, there was a contest. This isn't going off the rails and, at all. And the internet, the internet chose what Walmart... Pitbull was gonna do a performance at. Oh my god! And there was a viral poll or a viral campaign to get Pitbull sent to Anchorage, Alaska, yes. to perform at that Walmart. Yes. And it won. Yes. And Pitbull, being the good sport that he was, went to the hellscape of frozen North, Alaska, and performed at that Anchorage Walmart. Is there footage? I want to like see this. I want to see this so badly. I think it is. But also, you know, like Anchorage is a nice place. If you're going to go to Denali, I mean, there's lots of people who live in Anchorage. Most of the time, it's a hell- frozen hellscape, but some of the time, super beautiful. I just think it's so funny that Pitbull, of all celebrities, the guy that proclaims of being the beach guy, the Latino party beach, just in Alaska. You know he looked like, you know how in Cool Runnings, when they get to Alaska, and they're just wearing, like, comical <laughs> amounts? Or then when they get to Canada, they're wearing just comical amounts of, like... Warm clothing. Yes. You know, Pitbull was up there, like, couldn't put his arms down like the kid from a Christmas story. <laughs> like, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> With his arms straight out. I mean, there's a beach in Anchorage if you want to go. Oh, Where's but... Anchorage? It's, it's Alaska, Patrick. What? Yeah. There you go. Y'all ever seen that movie with Jamie Foxx as a quarterback? Because I try to, I don't know why I like that movie. That movie's called Any Given Sunday, by the way, and it is a perfectly okay movie about football. Let's see. What were, what were we going to th- Oh, yeah, Super Bowl commercials. Oh, um, we got to do our picks for the Super Bowl first, man. Should we talk? Should we do our picks? Let's do our picks. Let's do our picks for it. This gets even more off the rails. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. And here's the thing. As long as we've been talking about football this season and before, I've been saying Andy Reid cannot win a Super Bowl. Andy Reid will not win a Super Bowl. Andy Reid is physically incapable of winning a Super Bowl. Well, I'm flip-flopping. I'm being a politician. I'm Mitt Romney in this. Andy Reid's going to win the Super Bowl. And so Patty Mahomes. I also have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Yay! I would like to say 
the Chiefs have a little bit more star power in them. Mm-hmm. I believe the 49ers are more balanced, but when it comes down to the best players making the best plays, I think I think it's going to be the Chiefs. And I'm not going to lie, I wanted to see Andy Reid win one. I also have my boy Daniel Swartzen playing out there for the Chiefs. I'd love to see him win one. Who's he? He's uh, your safety. Where? White guy playing safety. Defense? Uh-huh. I don't play that. No, you just you just throw the rock. No, it's football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Before I do that anymore, it hurt my voice. What's, what's your pick, Easy? All right, I'll go move the new. So... I think Son of Ratface is going to take the, the Super Bowl this year. Oh, no. The zone running that they do is incredibly effective, and they have a, they can put Raheem Mostert, they can put Matt Breida in there, and I think they're going to control because I don't think the Chiefs linebackers are good enough in run defense to be able to stop them. And, yeah, right, so Clark got the best of Derrick Henry. Chief, uh, the Chiefs defensive line played really, really well against the Titans, but this 49ers defense is an entirely different animal. Their entire line is a buzzsaw. Their linebackers can cover in space. And the Chiefs don't run the ball very often. Mm-hmm. They, they, nope. what, the, what they will do, though, is like what Jeff was saying, is that they'll open up the middle of the field with the tight ends, and they'll throw to the to the running backs in the flats and do short of the middle curl, curl routes. So what I think is going to happen is that 49ers defense is so fast and so quick that they're going to mess with Andy Reid's scheme, and they're going to, well, do the best they can to stop Patrick Mahomes, which I think is going to be enough, considering that they're going to control the ball, and they're going to run out the clock, and they're going to win the game. You know, one thing I want to say with all the Super Bowl picks, at least at the end of the day, no matter what happens, win or lose for Andy Reid, he will just go home and eat a cheeseburger and some fries. You know, and I'm not about fat shaming. I'm a, I'm a thicker gentleman myself. Um... There's no chance he ate just one cheeseburger after one of the AFC Championship games. Like, I had a cheeseburger and went to bed like, son, don't lie to me. Andy, you had two cheeseburgers, some nuggets, and a milkshake. Don't you lie. We know what you did. He has a steak and shake in his house. Did you know that? He has a fully staffed steak and shake. Steak and shake. (laughs) Steak and shake? Fully staffed steak and shake inside of his house. He doesn't actually have that. I feel like that's... Oh, my gosh, Andy. Look at that steak and shake chef you got in your house. I'm trying to do a mustache to talk through. I love cheeseburgers. You look um, like the guy from Futurama. Zoidberg? <laughs> All right. Um, okay, what... Uh, now that we've got our picks out of the way, we can talk about the more important parts. Uh, you know, like the Super Bowl commercials. Um, <laughs> the- what do you think this year's weird underlying theme of the commercial would be? Because remember, like, a couple of years ago, it was constipation for some reason. And then last year, it was like really creepy AI robots. What's going to be the weird underlying theme of this year's commercials? I'm going to go out on a limb and say apocalypse. You're going to have a lot of apocalyptic commercials. Interesting. There's going to be some guy like riding through like Mad Max times and then he's going to get handed a Coke and they're all going to sing. That actually might have already been a commercial. Coke's commercials are dumb. You make a a brown fizzy liquid. Don't try and oversell it. Just stay in your lane, Coke. I'm just trying to think of what companies are going to make, make ads. You got Coke. Now I'm mad about Coke. Pepsi. Doritos. Progressive? Heinz 57. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no. I'm not sponsored by them because they're the Steelers. Um, Hunts? Who did catch up my drink? Hunts. I believe the theme of the commercials is going to be weird plant-growing technologies that are going to move forward in the 
food and plant progression. I have no idea why, but I just feel like sooner, because last year was like these weird robots, and I feel like we're just going to keep going down this trend of weird tech inventions. I don't know why. But and I, so you think the tech invention is going to be plant growing? I do. Okay. I, But artificial intelligence is going to be doing it. Oh, dude, if Common is rapping about artificial intelligence again, I might have to turn the TV off. Oh, it's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's about as possible of happening as Pipple being in a halftime performance. Mr. Worldwide. Um, what you got? All right. So if you've got children listening to this, maybe turn it off for 30, <laughs> 50, 20 seconds. Two minutes. 30, 50, 20. Anyways, so there's always a weird sex thing with the Super Bowl commercials. Yes. So the line is set at one. So over, under, one weird sex thing with the Super Bowl commercials. Two. Um, because I think there's going to be a movie trailer for some kind of weird Fifty Shades of Grey spinoff. Um, I, I genuinely think this is happening because I think I've read about that on IMDb. Um, and then, you know there's going to be some, like, food company that is basically just going to be like somebody having sex with a hamburger. Like, they're going to be eating it, but that's going to be real sexual eating. A lot of moaning and glurping and gloping and all kinds of sounds. Yeah, I'm going to also go over and kind of on the same point as Joe. Do you guys remember the Carl's Jr. or was it Burger King commercial back oh, in the... Yeah. It was a Carl's Jr. where she's walking down to like this... <laughs> I can't even explain it. I, I start to laugh. It's just all these guys that are like sailors like watching her. She's like walking down his deck with the burger in her hand and she's just like slow walking i just remember that that, i remember that so well it's probably bad (laughs) (laughs) seems like that seems like that commercial might have had more of an impact on you than you took for credit there at the time as as i have one soft tear coming down from my cheek i think jeff realized puberty during that carl's jr commercial (laughs) oh the go daddy yeah go daddy oh man uh, How funny would it be if, like, the Coca-Cola bears just... No. Just... I'm going to stop you there. Okay. <laughs> I hope... Um, another thing that I hope for this Super Bowl, and I sincerely mean this, I hope somebody runs naked on the field when we see it. <laughs> I hope it happens. I want the streaker to be on camera. Because they always... That's never on camera. The stations have all gotten so good that they're able to, like, get the cameras away. And then, like, you get, like, Al Michaels, like, describing it, like, oh, there's a man running on the field, and he appears to be naked. <laughs> I, I, then he gets clotheslined by some security guard, and I never get to see it. I have to wait for some grainy, like, Instagram video of it. I want to see that live in 4K. I, 4K streaking. I just had the thought that it's going to be Pitbull. Oh. I, it's going to be Pitbull. Pitbull, just uh, drunk on Mezcal, <laughs> streaking around the game. <laughs> Sounds dope. <laughs> um, uh I don't know if there's anything else we could possibly say about the Super Bowl. Uh, every year it's a new adventure. Every year it's, like, last year was a terrible adventure. I just hope it's a better game than last year. It, it can't get much worse than last year. It really can't. So, with that being said, go Chiefs. I got nothing else to say. Joe. Go catch up. Be good or be good at it. Peace. This Practice Squad podcast is brought to you by the Practice Squad. That's right, we sponsor ourselves. 
check us out on Instagram at practice underscore squad underscore podcast. Our posts are great. Our hairlines are great. Our stories, you guessed it, great. Here's looking at you, LeBron, with your hair plugs. Now be good or be good at it and follow us on Instagram. Please, please do it. Just please, please follow us on Instagram. Please, squat out. <laughs>